Yo, what's going on, PML fan? Boy, Deloy back, man. Another episode. I don't think I have much to say today, so we'll see how this goes. But we do have a special guest who will be introduced later. Oh, yeah, we do have a special guest. We'll get to that in a minute. But we got our normal people with us. We got A-Rod in the building. A-Rod, say what's up to the people. What's up, PML? Good morning. And as always, we got the man a few words, but uh, yeah, a lot of trolling. Uh, we got HD in the building. HD, say what's up to the people. Hi. Good job, HD. <laughs> uh, and then we also got a very special guest. Um, you know him from his streams. Very talkative during his streams. Let you know what he's thinking. One of the coaches of PML, I like to think. We got CEO in the building. CEO, say what's up to the people. What's up to the people? So the CEO, as I said, you're one of the coaches uh, in PML, and I don't know how you you perceive that when I say it, but I I think when you play Madden, you're not so much playing the game of Madden, but you're trying to outcoach the other person. Like there's a lot of guys that play Madden in this league, and there's a lot of guys that coach. Deloid is one of the coaches. I like to think uh, King Mike is a coach. Bruce uh, could be a coach, and I also put you there. You know, some have more success than others, but you know. I also put you in that category as more of a coach than a Madden player. What, is what that something mean? that you would say about your game? Um, yeah, I would say that. I think um, majority of the time when I'm thinking about playing the game, I'm not really playing the game. I'm really playing a person, trying to think, you know, two, three moves ahead. I'm really trying to think of it, it was like a chess game, trying to think what would be the next move to make the right move here um, in this situation so that, you know, give you an opportunity to be more successful than just thinking of the game allowing you to like abuse it and things of that nature. Um, I'm not really trying to abuse the game. I'm just trying to outthink the person I'm playing. Yeah, and uh, that's something I picked up. And that's that's honestly, you know, uh, me and you, behind the scenes, we, we lab and stuff like that. So, um, you know, one of the reasons I hit you up about labbing is I'm trying to be more of a coach than a Madden player, if that makes sense. I, I'd rather be a coach than a Madden player. Um, you should hit up okay. HD. Yeah, hit up HD. <laughs> HD, <laughs> HD, is a, HD is a Madden player. I'm going to say that. HD, when he's on, he's one of the better Madden players. But when he's off, he's off. He, he, I don't think there's a lot of coaching there. I think it's just, uh, you know, mostly Madden. Um, but that that's that's not a hit at anybody. You know, some people are very good at playing Madden. Some people are more about the strategic and coaching and trying to trick their opponent. Um, uh, sir, I got a phone call. Uh, we won't we won't run it back. Speak to my manager about it. Um, but but uh, you know uh, you're a coach, and it seems like next gen uh, compared to last gen and recent games, next gen is more of a coach friendly game than it is a Madden player. Game. I, I obviously the Madden player will adjust and find things that work in this Madden to maintain uh, their success. But I feel like it's more friendly to start towards the coaches. And I think coaches are going to have a little more success than the average Madden player, specifically to start. We'll see how it, you know, how it develops over time. But to start, I think the coaches have the, the slight advantages. And um, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about next-gen compared to last-gen? 
Um, I, I'm loving next gen right now. Um, just the pace, the speed, the ability to really adjust, um, like the run game. Um, the passing game is a little bit more open, um, but still you have to be able to make the right read. Um, and I think really uh, with the, how the game is playing, with a lot of people trying to blitz and get pressure, um, you have to be able to you know make those line adjustments to give you time. I think that's why I kind of like the gym is giving you more ability to kind of think ahead. But I think this right now is still kind of like a, a basis of both. So you can still get that opportunity to kind of like play Madden and still win it. But I think it gives people the opportunity who don't play the game that way to still still be able to complete or compete in the situation. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agree on that. You know, uh, and we see it, uh, you can see it around the league. Uh, I think uh, Mike already, uh, King Mike is already off to a good start. He's having a good season. Uh, I don't know if he played this week. We'll get into games in a, in a minute, but he's having some success. I know. No, uh, he's got, he's got KMFO still. Yep. Yeah, he has to play KMFO. Yeah, so it's going to be a good game. You've had some success to start. I think you you lost a couple games. I know one uh, one was to uh, a top, uh, it was to T Bandit, who is also a not a really a Madden player. He's he's a quarterback in real life, so he kind of could do both. Uh, is he? I then, didn't know that. He's a quarterback in real life. I don't know mm-hmm. what level. I think he might be at the the high uh, the college level, but I don't know uh, what what exactly he does. But I know he's a quarterback in real life. Um, and uh, the other loss, I forgot who was. Uh, who was your other loss on the season? I lost to the Packers last week. Oh, you lost to the Packers last week. And he, he's yeah. been having a good season thus far. He's 3-1 and one, uh, just recently. So let's just... We'll, we'll, we'll Why are you trying to bring up old stuff, though? I'm trying to pass that. Right <laughs> <laughs> like, I lost that game in a terrible fashion. Yeah. Uh, before, before we tackle the games, um, so we had a discussion. Uh, about you and your cycle thus far uh, between season one and season four. Oh, this is going to be great. We've had this discussion, <laughs> and me and HD are kind of on the same page. Uh, maybe HD is a little more exaggerated on, on that. Basically, page. you stink. So basically, oh, you came back. All right, cool. So basically, <laughs> basically what, what we said is, and I agree, is this hasn't been a good cycle based on previous cycles and the um the right, narrative a, you have, have, like a whole you have the narrative mm-hmm. you have coming into this this cycle i know you're in a tough division but you're supposed to be a top uh based on previous cycles you're supposed to be a top 10 maybe even oh top five gosh, here we go bro so, Are you supposed to win the Super Bowl every year, bro? No. Hey, I'm, I'm waiting for the question to finish so I can answer it. KMFO can do it. CEO can do it. I'm trying to explain the thought process. So basically, me and HD have been here since Madden 19. We've seen CEO at his best. We've seen CEO at his worst. We expect CEO to, in that division, win the division and be at least in the championship game. Most most of the cycle, so we okay. say based on what you've done this cycle, it's been a bad cycle. It hasn't been a good cycle. It hasn't been a CEO cycle. It's been a below average. If we're well, saying CEO level, it's been a below average. Cycle. Yeah. So basically, to sum it up into a lot simpler words, <laughs> your, expe- your expectations is what's making you have a bad season compared to 
Deloitte like, and yeah. A-Rod think a bad cycle is really when they're performing bad. To us, your bad cycle is you're not performing to what is expected. Your standard is. Yeah. That's, we just have two different forms of, of bad, bad cycles. Cycle. And me yeah. and me and Neff are on the same page, while those two are on a different page. But I don't, I don't see how we could expect them to be in the championship <laughs> game every season when literally every playoff team from the NFC what uh, NFC could be that that team? So why single him? So because he he's had so much. Success he's the one that had yeah. He's had the most success out of all it, those teams. Yeah, and even I think I said it on the show. I was like, I think CEO would be would agree with it. Like he he obviously hasn't performed in the way he thought he would or how he wanted to. And since you're on, you could speak on it. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but I, I assume that you expected more and you would say that it's been an underwhelming cycle for you for yourself. So so I'll put it this way, like first of all, if you're not thinking about putting yourself in a boat of winning a championship and, and competing in period, especially how PML kind of breeds everybody's best, you know what I'm saying, the best foot for it to kind of like compete and try to win, then that's a, that's that's your issue from there. Right, I'm trying to win every game. I'm yeah. trying to make it to the playoffs. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. I'm trying to like, like I even have a bottle of Moet sitting in the room where my PlayStation is. So when I win the Super Bowl, I'm popping the bottle, like, and I'm, I'm celebrating like that. That's that's my goal. So if you're not thinking in that type of way, then that's a whole different situation. My expectations with the team that I have, which is my favorite, like it's my NFL team, and to play the way that I have been playing. I wouldn't say I'm doing ex- exactly what the expectation I have been wanting to have. But if you think about it, like I lost to Deloitte first season and Deloitte went to the Super Bowl. I lost to T-Bandit in the conference championship. T-Bandit went to the Super Bowl. I missed the playoffs by one game, one season. And, that, and that's because I lost to Falcons who end up getting the tiebreaker to take, um, beat me to the playoffs. And I can't remember, because that was season four, season three. And uh, one season I lost in a divisional game. So if you telling me making the playoffs almost every year and getting to the conference championship game and losing to a divisional rival who's been in the, who's been in the Super Bowl for two years is not a successful situation, cool, I get that. But my expectation is always going to be winning the Super Bowl regardless of the situation. So y'all can have y'all opinion about it. But like, if I'm not winning the Super Bowl, then it's not a great season anyway. So yeah, bad cycle. If you don't win the Super Bowl. Basically, basically, if you lose to me this this cycle, you just have a bad cycle. So I know I beat you before. So your cycle is just down the drain. I don't know why you look into the schedule so early. You need to calm down. I know you four. I know you four and one. I know you four and one right now. You, you took a, a, a tough loss. This, this season one though. That's you win, Yeah, I, I lost. I lost in season one against you. Yes. Did you make the playoffs that season? But it just it's, it's right, who cool. I am. Right? You can't. Your season's down. Or your cycle's down the drain from there, man. <laughs> no matter what, you could win a Super Bowl. If you lose to me, you're looked at. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. Actually, CEO's a game that I have circled on my on my schedule just for the fact He's that I like in the troll. Uh, I already know you do. I like playing you. I like the way you play and stuff. So I think I know our first game was a was a good one. Um, but on, on next gen, I think it'll be just as good. So I actually so do you- it. 
Look forward to what that. You, what you just said, AC, kind of brings up a topic. Um, so I said that, CEO, you're, you're a coach and you got your Madden players. Who do you enjoy playing more? Do you find it more annoying to play a Madden player or do you enjoy playing a Madden player because it's easy to outthink them? Or do you enjoy playing the coach? Or who do you enjoy playing more? It, it doesn't matter to me, to be honest. It like, yeah, it's competition, competition. If that's how you want to play, cool. The The thing about it is you have to put yourself in a situation to be able to say, like, look, let me figure this out. Let me adapt. Let me, let me make a stop and get a stop here. If you don't get a stop... You know, I'm okay losing to a person who's like a coach, if you, in your point of view, but like to a Madden player who does the continuous same thing over and over again, like if they don't keep doing the same thing, it's frustrating. But like, still, you gotta figure out a way how to stop it. So, yeah, you you kind of have one of those in your division. Um, I think I think Q, I kind of didn't give him enough love when it comes to being a coach. I think Q's more of a coach. Um, not as much as you or T Bandit, uh, in my opinion, but he's definitely not Burn when it comes to Madden. I think Burn just straight up plays Madden. I think that's how Burn plays. Uh, but within your division, it's but but, but then I told you how to beat him though, right? I showed you exactly what you need to do though. So you know, well, you just got to take away the damn crossers and the un- he, he, it's either a crosser or it's a drag. That's his two routes are there. The running back out the out the backfield. That's just that's just how he yeah. rolls. Um, just gonna watch film, man. Yeah, exactly. You watch. A, there's certain guys like you. It was tough to watch film. Z, Eloy, it's tough to watch film. There's certain guys you could watch film and you could tell, like, hey, these are, these are his places. Um, but you know, let's tackle some of these that were week one. So first we had the uh. We had the Packers losing to the Lions, forty-one to twenty-eight. And I watched a little bit of that. There was some, there was some Madden bullshit that happened in that game. I don't know if anybody else watched Cookie's stream, but uh, the Packers kind of got hold a little bit, as uh, Q would say. Did anybody watch that? No, I was away from chat pretty much all yesterday. So I, I watched a little bit of it. And even Cookie Boy on his stream, there was one interception that I noticed when the game was getting out of hand. Uh, so what happened is Bryce Love threw it, but he like threw it right at a defensive line. Like it was weird. Cookie Boy was like, "How the hell did that happen?" And then he watched the replay. He's like, "Wow, Madden just screwed uh Jack in that situation." He's like, "He totally screwed him." Uh, you're gonna take you're gonna take it when you get it. So you know you're not gonna say, "Hey, he gets the ball back," but he to- he got totally screwed on that. But other than that, he was he wasn't having a great game. Uh, from what I what I noticed, it was you know a a normal cookie boy game, uh, normal what you expect from the Packers and the Lions. They were close in the fourth quarter. Um, then you take a look at the stats. Bryce Young actually ended up with six interceptions. Um, mm. We don't know if that was all during you know towards the end after that that blatant Madden bullshit. We don't know if it continued after that or what happened. But he had the six interceptions, and he was a topic of discussion when it comes to good passing games yesterday. I don't know if you listened to the show, but we were talking about good passing games. Uh, now you see him throwing six interceptions against the Detroit Lions, which is a good defense. How do you feel? How, you played the Packers. How do you feel about his pa- passing game? You're somebody that actually played him. How do you feel about his passing game? It's, it's kind of deceiving for me, in my opinion. Um 
because how our game went, it was literally I was getting a lot of sacks. So mm-hmm. if I take away the first or the second read, he doesn't really adjust to the third read. But what ended up happening is that it would be like second and 15, and he'll throw a cross or so. It'll be like two crosses coming underneath, underneath each other and basically catch and run and get the first down that way. Um, he does a little um, a little flood type of situation when he makes adjustments where everything is running to the same side and got one route going to the opposite. So kind of kind of keep his eyes on one side of the field. Um, so I think it's kind of deceiving because if you watch some of the good quarterbacks or people who play who have been passing the ball a lot, um, they have that concept, but they also use other concepts. And you can't really like zone in on just one person. Um, I didn't really pick up to it to the last minute. I still could have won the game, so that's why I'm like I'm still mad. I'm mad about that game because the turnover gave him the opportunity to go down and score the tie the game. If I if I hold on to the ball and kick a field goal, there's not enough time. So I'll be perfectly fine. But yeah. I, I don't I don't really think it's something that you would say he's a top passer for in the situation. Yeah, so what we, we discussed is I, I thought it was more of a product of how much he's thrown it when it comes to his stats because you know, he's had, he has, at the time, he had 15 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Now, I think he's at 17 and 16. Uh, but you can tell he's slinging it around by how many yards he has over the, you know, over the first four games. And you got to remember that even though, you know, the passing attack on last gen was a little tighter, it's mm-hmm. more open now. So, you know, those numbers are going to be a little better from people like Cammy, like uh, anybody that wants to air it out. So, uh, but you know that's a good win from the Lions. Uh, you know he got a he got that one interception, but other than that, um, you know he I think he was outplaying him. I think he, when he got that fumble too, Cookie was like, "Yo, finally Madden gives me something." So I assume there was some bullshit happening beforehand. Cookie could talk about it, uh, you know, in chat. Uh, but moving on, we're gonna move on to the Cleveland Browns. We're going to move on to the Cleveland Browns versus the football team. So you got the football team who won 52 to 29. Uh, football team, uh, you know, 5 and 0 now after getting. Did we talk about this yesterday? No, I, I don't think we did. Did we? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I thought we did. Yeah. <laughs> you just really wanted to talk about this. <laughs> we can talk about it again. <laughs> That's fine. So what are your thoughts, HD, for the second time? <laughs> yeah, HD, I just want you to dwell on it a little bit. Um, yeah, I yeah, I remember now. We talked about it yesterday. Um, you know, 5 plus 5 equals 10 <laughs> under 5. About, about um, 5 yards a carry. About five, under 5 yards. Way under 5 yards a carry. God um, damn, shit. We got Minnesota Vikings versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Minnesota won that game 36-28. to a lot closer than I thought it would be, uh, to be honest. Um, you don't know what you're getting with Kurt in the Jets. It's like he, he was good last cycle. You know, he's a solid user. It's just so up and down. You never know. It's it, I don't know if it's the way he plays with the, the high-octane passing attack. I don't know if that's why mm-hmm. it's so up and down. Uh, but, you know, this is a good game. Even though he did throw five interceptions with Trevor Lawrence, he did have a solid game. 
uh, first forced a few turnovers himself. Uh, only lost by eight. I don't have the box score, so I can't. I didn't watch it, and I can't say you know it was garbage time touchdowns and stuff like that. Did anybody watch this game? No, I didn't catch yeah. it. Yeah, I, I didn't watch anything last night. And I wanna, I wanna bring up too. This is another instance where a uh, user didn't have the minimum of ten plays one way or the other. He only had, he only had like six rushing plays uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So wow. That's another instance of somebody not meeting the minimum requirements. What are the consequences? Uh, there is none so far. It's been like ten, eight, eight, eight instances, and, and specifically uh-huh. with this next gen Madden, and it's mostly been with the running attack because the passing game's so wide open that people aren't worried, and the running game's a little tougher than usual. That people are moving towards that passing attack. And now you're seeing it more so on the running backs where they're not getting 10 touches. On the last end, you would see people get ahead quick and solely go with the running game and have like eight passes, seven passes or something like that. Now you're seeing the complete opposite. You know, people get down early, maybe one score, maybe two scores, and they're just like, you know, I'm going to start slinging it, and they only have five or six running attempts by the end of the game. So it's interesting. It's something we're going to keep tabs on. Honestly, but I don't know what the repercussion would be. I don't know if that's been a discussion in uh, the commissioner's chat. Um, if it has, uh, you know, do you like remain silent? If it hasn't, say nope. All right, it has. Okay. Uh, moving on. They've been discussing. I was so reading that. I was reading the gen chat with. Uh, so ex- no, no, we're expecting about Madden 22. We're expecting the hammer to come down. Is what we're expecting. Um, mm. I'm just saying we got Madden 22 info, bro. So Oh, we do, we do. We'll get to that in a second. Maybe you could bring it up. Keep reading on that, and then you could bring it up. <laughs> I'm going to go through the games. We got the Philadelphia Eagles losing to the Baltimore Ravens, 37-34. to And there was a lot of talk about the rollout. There was a whole discussion about rollouts. And, you know, I don't understand the correlation between real life and the video game. If the defense plays it the same, if, you know, when the scramble drill happens, <laughs> if the defense plays it on Madden the way they play it on, you know, in real life. Uh, so there was a whole discussion about that. Uh, with the rollouts, they mentioned, you know, different ways to try to stop it, and that's what makes Lamar Jackson special. So do you – I know, A-Rod, you played Ravens. I know HC's played Ravens. Do you think he uses it excessively, or do you think he's just using Lamar Jackson as Lamar Jackson? He uses it true to form. I don't have a problem true, with it. True to form? Okay. Yeah. That, so that's more of you, because my my uh, opinion on it comes from discussions with you and HD. That's where my opinion comes from. I, I don't watch, watch them play a lot, but I tell you, when I get the Ravens next cycle, when I get Baltimore next cycle, Lamar Jackson running for over a thousand yards a season. I'm letting that be known. So, so the thing is, though, I think there's a difference between um, using Lamar as Lamar, so like designed runs, mm-hmm. compared to just rolling out all the time. Two different things. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I've been, I didn't I see him last game, play. but I don't. Yeah. I, I, when he played me in the game, I did watch. I didn't see him rolling out, you know, excessively. Well, the thing is, every I don't, every game he's played so far, someone has had something to say about it. Mm. I mean, Papa Green made a living of doing it with Philip Rivers. Early, and people, I mean, no one had a problem with it. Where James Ramble and Philip Rivers? 
he did it a lot with Jameis Winston, like to the right side. He doesn't have the Lamar, so it's an issue now. I mean, I, I, I kind of had an issue with with Papa Greeny, but. I guess because it wasn't was Jameis Winston, it wasn't as annoying. Yeah, I don't think as long as it's not like a hiking hole, well, you yeah. know, like he's a That's immediately, the question. Is he hiking no, hole? No I, I didn't play him and I didn't watch, so I don't know if he's hiking in hole. That's up I to think you. It's Lamar syndrome. His natural tendency with a quarterback like that is. To get out of the pocket instead of, yeah. instead of standing up. I mean, that's what makes you, – you don't want to make Lamar Jackson just a regular quarterback. That's not no. what he does. But so. in real life, he does try to be a regular – he stays in the pocket and then runs – exactly, He's not – exactly. He's not, a, he's not a guy that just rolls out just because. If he's running the ball, it's normally a designed play for him. It's not just rolling out. And he doesn't call those designed runs. Most of his runs, probably 90% of his runs with Lamar, are because he's scrambling. Just because. So, yeah. it's like, so, like, I see Mike say yesterday, well, it's Lamar. What do you want him to do? If you want to use Lamar as Lamar, call designed QB runs. Call I mean, options, call stuff you got to take, you you take my opinion with a grain of salt because I haven't watched him play. So, I'm just talking yeah, right I, in I'm reality. Talking, you know I, what I mean? I just seen, I'm, I'm just talking based on Mike said yesterday, well, it's Lamar. You know, what do you want him to do? It's like, okay, that's fine. But use Lamar as Lamar. Don't use him just because you have escape bars at 94 speed. You can just run around and do whatever you want. If like that, I think that's the that thing. That, beautiful that's, what, that's what went into Man, it. I can't wait for the next cycle. Um, <laughs> Lamar, we, knew, we knew he would use Lamar as Lamar. He wouldn't just abuse it. If so you have like, Lamar, he's not using him that way. So, so somebody, somebody mentioned uh, somebody. Well, I think it was you, D. Lloyd, saying that somebody called excessive read option, and you said you could have had a problem with it. I forgot. I don't know who the quarterback was and who you were playing. Uh, but if you're playing as the Ravens, shouldn't every run be a read option? Shouldn't like ninety nine percent of your runs be a read option? Like that read option, triple option, just QB yeah, powers. That's, that's basically your run game. You're not gonna line up in the I form and run power runs. You're gonna line up in pistol. You're gonna line up in shotgun and have read option because you have a basically. Like I, I expect I expect Lamar to be used the way Bacon used him. Basically, yeah, make it perfect. To be honest, in all honesty, he used them in the perfect sense. He he tried to yes. he in real life. Lamar Jackson tries to be a pocket passer first, and then when plays break down, that's when he starts doing damage. I'm using legs. Lamar he Jackson. I, Michael I don't know for. Yeah, no one has a problem what he's doing with Lamar. It's how he's doing it with Lamar. Don't call a pass play and then just roll out and run. Or just roll out yeah, just because. Call oh. call a QB run. Call call the QB plays you're supposed to play to get those yards. Don't so abuse is him. It a hold use him. Not everyone, but it's definitely. I think I think Burns last night. He probably rolled out seventy percent of the time he passed. So if you want, if, I, you, I, I, if you got that much pressure, you gotta you gotta do something about your line or something. You know, what I mean, it's just at that point your team's a problem. You know. Which were allowing pressure 80% yeah, of the time. Yeah, but see, last yeah. night, uh, Byrne had a lot of situations where he was only people. Like, that's not the, the way to go about it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch the game. Byrne, I just, I just Byrne, read chat this morning. Byrne is very consistent. He'll call a cover three blitz, but he will not blitz. He will yep. pull that blitz away. He does not send more. He sends three or four. That's it. He never sends extra. So that could be on him for... 
not using that extra guy he drops in coverage as a QB spy or not calling mm-hmm. him, not sending extra pressure. So, but but besides that, it's all mute what we're talking about. HD, it's mute. If you really want to bring notice and make it, you know, make it aware that, you know, he is playing with Lamar Jackson a certain way, you got to do what Cookie Boy said. You got to pull clips and you got to post clips. This is what's not Correct. okay and what, what I'm seeing. This is okay. This is what I'm seeing that I don't think is realistic or sim football. Like, you have to pull that out and see it and then make the discussion after that. So that's that's probably what we have to do first. Um, but other than that, uh, it kind of played perfectly into, uh, you know, Burn, the way he plays, kind of played perfectly in the way he plays with Lamar. Like I said, he won't send extra players. He won't really have that spot. He just drops everybody in the cover. And that's how we play. But you've got to take the good with the bad. That's like when, you yeah. know, I played certain users that drop, like I played Burn, and he was like, oh, you threw like, uh, on you threw like a bunch of screens, or you threw like four or five screens. I'm like, well, you're dropping, you're dropping everybody back, bro. You're dropping everybody in the zone coverage. I'm gonna hit you underneath and set me up in open field and utilize the screen because that's how I feel. If I see you dropping back, the screen's gonna be pretty good against you. You know what I mean? It's good against the blitz, but it's also good against the drop coverage. So that's it's it's a part of the game plan. He should have made the, the adjustment to deal with it. Uh, as far as what you're saying, HC, we got to pull clips and we got to post clips to really make it, you know, it's less of you just bullshitting and throwing shit at a wall and more of this is what I'm seeing that I don't feel is safe. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, no I'm not saying he's doing anything, you know. I was just pumped at what Mike said about, you know, yeah. you have Lamar, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was just saying there's a difference between using Lamar and abusing Lamar. That's all yeah. I'm saying right now. Um, I know I said, I said you can't you can't like, trust a lot of people with Lamar. I think the only solution is to let me use him next time. <laughs> I mean, I think that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, my, I, I played him. I played him the first game, so I was kind of just giving a benefit of how you know it is what it is. It wasn't really bothering me. I did say that it, you know it was a bit more than used to should, but then you know A Rod mentioned it and uh, Mike mentioned it. Now Burns mentioning it, and I think at what point. Do you hear all these guys mentioning it? And you're like, okay, maybe we should look into it just a little bit on our own. <clears throat> yeah. See what's going on. I, I didn't mention it himself. We kind of dragged that out of him a little bit, I would say. Yeah, that. I mean, but it, not really. We, we, asked like, how he, we asked him how he played. Yeah. So it's one of those situations where he didn't want to say it, but once we said it, he was I like, think, okay, with saying it. If I think this. Oh, uh, you must have got a call. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just saying, I think this is just one of those instances I think commissioners need to take it in their own hands and see the complaints, not complaints, but the words of, you know, four users he's played and do it himself. Yeah, if it's an actual issue, hit the score, drop clips, do all that good stuff To if it's an actual issue. It's just, if it's not with this talking shit to talk shit, that's it. Um, but moving on, let's uh, tackle some of these other games. I played the my, my uh, Pops and Rams, uh, good old Mike D. Uh, my, you know, happy Father's Day. It's coming up. You know, uh, I played him. Uh, we ended up pretty much having it sealed. Uh, you know, midway through the fourth, uh, early in the fourth, he threw a. I think I got a fumble six, tip six, and it kind of got out of hand there. Uh, I, and I was not giving myself up. I will say that I was gonna score. Uh, but forty-nine to twenty-nine, pretty solid game. Did anybody watch my game? I gotta deal with something real quick. Be like, take the. Word. 
mean, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I, seen, I, seen like a, I seen like a little bit of the second half. Um, it kind of got a little spicy at the end, like kind of like what you're saying. Um, I think Rams was trying to just throw the ball down the field at the end of the game. Uh, Neff was just getting a lot of picks. He even showboated on one time, almost got clean, but uh, it, it was kind of decisive in the, in the second half after that. Yeah, I mean, it was a good, good win. You know, for Neff, you kind of get out of that mental, you know, uh, drought he had against them. So um, I don't think there's much else to say. I think Neff is, you know, the better user, just like overall. But definitely, uh, I don't know if it was a styles thing or a mental thing, but he couldn't get over that hump. So I think it was a solid win, even though I didn't see exactly how the win came about. Yeah, I don't think you... Inside info, A-Rod? Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was um, I, I had to deal with something real work real quick. Uh, but that game, um, you know, I, I didn't hear what you guys were talking about. But you know, it, my defense, you know, he was able to move against my defense. Uh, Penix till the fourth quarter or third quarter was moving the ball pretty well, and I wasn't really forcing any bad throws. I think he was like at one point he was like eight for ten, and he's moving the ball pretty well, and. I don't know. I haven't figured it out on defense. The passing game is just so wide open. I, I, I haven't been able to make the adjustments or figure it out. But, you know, towards the end, he you made a couple me mistakes. because my offense is trash. Yeah, but towards the end, <laughs> he made a couple mistakes, and that really helped me out. Um, but I'm happy to get the, the monkey off my back or whatever you want to call it, the hump. or what, I don't know what you want to call it. But I'm happy to get it off my back when it comes to playing, you know, Mike D and the Rams after dropping two straight to him. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. I already talked about, you know, playing real football. I'm I'm trying to lean more being a coach than being a Madden player. And, you know, hopefully that pans out moving forward. Uh, but we'll move on from that game. Um, we got the Patriots versus the Seahawks. Um we got the Patriots winning thirty six to twenty one, and it was it was an eventful game because the Patriots were chasing the Dev in this game, and you know we talked about sacrificing a win for a Dev, and it seemed like he was doing that a little bit, but he ended up coming out with a win. Um, he said he's using a playbook, he's using random playbooks. He doesn't want to go with his favorite players' plays, so he could be have some success in the playoffs with guys that are going to be scouting him. So doing that, chasing a Dev. It's it's kind of impressive that he still comes out with a win. Um, Mally's not an easy out. It's not like it's a free win or by any means. So it's kind of impressive that he stay, still came out of a win. Did anybody watch this game and, you know, how it transpired? I know at one point in the third quarter, it was like 14-13 or something like that. Uh, I kind of catch a little bit of the last quarter, the fourth quarter. It was, um, I think Page was up like about at least six or a touchdown. And after he scored. It was it was over after that. I didn't really pay attention that much to it, um, but it just felt that um, Molly just had itself all bobbled up and couldn't figure out what to do in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, that's what I think. That's a big thing that separates coaches. Like the bag of tricks for the lesser coaches, it runs out fast, and then you're you're just scrambling. At the end, you're scrambling, trying to figure out what's what, what's going to work. Uh, that, that's something I had to do, and I think that's something that a lot of the, the coaches that are mid tier 
uh, to lower tier, that's what that's what they struggle with. They they run out of stuff that's working, or they don't build into stuff that's gonna work, and then they find themselves in a hole, you know, down seven, down fourteen, or whatever in the fourth quarter, and they're kind of throwing shit at a wall trying to figure it out. Uh, that could have been one of the instances there. I didn't I didn't watch it, uh, but like you said, he. he it kind of he kind of hit a wall in the fourth quarter after you know like what he did he did he get a one score lead or a two score lead and then it just opened up from there. Yeah, um, Pacers scored. It was up two scores and it just seemed that it rattled finally after that. Um, yeah, kind of clock was like less than like seven minutes, six minutes left. So yeah, kind of like he did with that fumble. I'll never forget it. Uh, but moving on, we got the Chargers beating the Chiefs 58 tonight. We talked about that yesterday. We got the Texans beating the Colts. And then last but not least, uh, CEO, we got your game. You beat the Giants 41-26. to um, If you want to talk about that a little bit, you were in control early. I remember watching it. You were in control. You were at least, I think it was 21-7 to in the first, and then you had a really bad uh, pick six. But um, I, I didn't nah, watch it. Wasn't, it wasn't a bad pick six. It was a stupid pick six. There's a difference yeah. between a bad pick six and a stupid pick six. I shouldn't even throw the ball in that situation. I should have just took the sack. So, um, yeah, yeah, just just dive into it. Talk about your game a little bit. Uh, so, you're talking about the last possession I had. Um, I think he just scored, and I'm up eight. And he still has three timeouts. It's like, 30, it's like 35, 40 seconds left. I didn't want to give him the ball back. So on third and like five, instead of just throwing the ball, I had a play where there's only really one route that's going to be open. And the cornerback jammed him, jammed Cooper. So now I'm like, all right, cool. Let me get out of this situation. And I don't there's a whole bunch of pressure in front of my feet. And then Dak throws this little duck. And this user is just literally right in the right area, in the right place in time to pick it off and, and score. So we went into the halftime, um, 21-20. Um, I was pissed because I never should put myself in that situation. Um, and then I kind of shut him down in the second half. It was it was a real fight. I shut him down in the second half. He scored um, in the third quarter. Um, he had a couple of drives kind of getting. Um, we kicked the, he kicked the field goal. I kicked the field goal to go back up seven. And this final drive, um, it got down to third and goal. And he threw a pick six um, to the to the house. I'm getting all the XP out of that. I don't care which. There you go. Um, there you go. Um, but finally getting a win against Q. I lost against Q both times last season, as well as Team Bandit last season. So um, it's definitely a great feeling to kind of get. Like, if you watch the chat, or not watch the chat, but you watch my stream. You see me yelling um, after that pick six. It was a very intense game. Um, Ingram is a problem. Um, so there's definitely something a lot of people are going to have to watch out for. Yeah, we talked about tight ends definitely, um, you know, playing a bigger role in Ingram, you know, being one of the main tight ends leading the charge of the tight end revolution, I guess you could call it. Hey, everybody get a call now? <laughs> I guess everybody's quiet, man. Uh, is that all the games? Did we go through all the games from yesterday? I think so, yeah. Um, that's everything that's locked down. Um, cool. So, obviously, I'm still trying to read up on some of these uh, these Madden features so we could talk about it in a second. But before we get into that, 
Um, we had, I don't know if anybody is here. I literally think everybody is gone. But we did have a trade that went down Yeah. yesterday. Uh, we had, let me see if I get the exact trade. Um, I know the main pieces was Khalil Mack <laughs> going to Detroit. Right. And uh, is it Justin Shorter? Something Shorter? Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, <laughs> the the X Factor receiver going from Detroit. Here we go. I got the trade now. So we have Justin Shorter, um, X Factor, eighty-seven overall. I think ninety-five speed receiver, uh, eighty-five overall middle linebacker Jeremiah Moon, and seventy-five overall tight end Sam Laperta going to Atlanta in exchange for ninety-three overall X Factor Cleo Mack and. 78 overall middle linebacker. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because I'm going to butcher it. But a 78 overall middle linebacker. So, what are some thoughts initially on the trade that went down? It's funny because they've been trying to do that trade for what? A week and a half now? I feel like there's been a lot of Falcons popping up lately. So, I don't know exactly what, you know what I mean, every single one was, but I'm assuming it was that. It was the same trade every time. Same trade every time. It was, so they uh, just kept the, going with the same thing. Same thing. They went through. Like the credit card being the cloud, or is it going to keep going? They kept working. It. I, I remember because I, uh, I messaged Cookie Boy about Justin Shorter. I was interested in Justin Shorter, especially when Brian Thompson went down. So mm-hmm. I was interested. And he was like, you know, I'm going to try to work this with, with uh, Mally and the, the Falcons. Um, so after he wasn't able to get the trade with Justin Shorter, somebody's got a uh, uh, backup alarm in there, Mike. Um, but after they weren't able, yeah, mute it. <laughs> after they weren't able to uh, work the trade with Justin Shorter, um, he went over to the Bills DMs and the Bills and the the line, uh, Bills and the Falcons tried to make a deal for a wide receiver. So it's interesting. I want to see those trades that went through beforehand because this trade is very interesting. It seems like it took a lot to get to get wh- where they wanted to be. Like, did they have to add the middle linebacker? Did they have to add the uh, middle linebacker on the other side or the tight end? Like, did did that yeah. all happen? Yeah, did that all? Because yeah. you look at Khalil Mack, he's ninety three overall defensive, uh, uh, you know, pass rusher. Justin Shorter's uh, uh, X Factor as well, 87 overall. It's not a big difference, in my opinion. Um, they're both X Factors. Justin Shorter's on the offensive side. He's a speedy, tall wide receiver, definitely a weapon. And then Khalil Mack on the other side, I know he's older, but we're playing one season, and he's an X Factor. He's a 93 overall, and he's a monster on the defensive line. Why could it they work? For one on one, well, I I think it could work one for one one for one on that. Maybe is a lot more. I think the more trade, valuable than a receiver. I I I okay. I have, and I'm not always. You know, everybody GM this team the way they mm-hmm. want to GM their team. This mm-hmm. trade made absolutely no fucking sense in my mind. For <laughs> 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 the Falcons. Like, man is my guy, bro. Y'all know I ride with Ant. I like Ant. I don't understand how this trade made a lick of sense to me. This was a prey. Like, okay, this was 
this was a a situation that Cook seen this the mental. This is my personal opinion on it. Seen the mental standpoint of Ant and took advantage because the two guys that tried to make a deal with Ant was Cook and KMFO. Vultures, as they said. Vultures. They're just vultures out there. And, and you know, you could tell. You could just, to replace Julio. You he could tell that, that. But he has Ridley, though. Yes, and he, he has Ridley. Really. But, but I'm saying is he went from two superstar receivers to now, if I play the Falcons, all I got to do is focus on Calvin Ridley. And after that, you got to throw it to an 88-speed Adam Thielen. What the, what's he going to do? So this is my no, thing. 88-speed don't this, matter, bro. I'm this is my thing. I believe. I mean, I, I, okay, like I said, I don't think it makes sense. I see no, why I it would appeal for Ant. Because Ant, if y'all notice, obviously he's in my division, so I watch him kind of build his team. This man has drafted like five receivers in like the first two rounds. Like, <laughs> like this man gets a receiver every year, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> so clearly, and they're all they always star. They're never superstar. They're just a star that <laughs> they never move up. So I can understand the appeal of getting an X Factor. When I play mm-hmm. Ant, I'm not like man, even when he had Julio and Calvin Ridley. Isn't like he has two guys, but he doesn't throw the ball enough to, for me to make it where it makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. the best season is when he had that amazing front seven, right? Yeah. Like when he had the things that went yeah, that front seven is gone. It's no longer like I just played him two games ago. Like, yeah, you have Calvin really, and and I understand what you're saying, AZ. Like, oh, you got to worry about. I did not care about Calvin. Calvin really, because I mean, my thing was he had Khalil Mack. I legitimately did not run the ball outside to the right the entire game. That is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Shorter is not a game changer to me. Like, yes, he's an X factor, but the dude had what three catches, and then you got to kind of go back to what you know what the tip says from Z. If there's a reason why he's trading you him. <laughs> you need to look in the mirror like what what's going on i think for a season five i think for a season i think for a season five trade for an o and five team to give up an x factor that's going to clearly make a big difference right for a guy that you're going to hope that maybe a few times a game i could throw it up to but I, i'm with z i seen z in the chat said this dude better be a leading receiver in the league I feel like this dude better be a leading receiver <laughs> going to uh, um, I mean, Atlanta. It just doesn't I mean, make sense Cammy to me at this it. point. Cammy did it with Diggs. He made him the lead, leading receiver. Well, I know. So yeah. they, they, that's what I'm saying needs to, needs to happen. He needs to be a leading receiver. So oh, it I, makes sense said it in chat, I'd rather Cookie have Kulo Mack than, than KMFO. What? Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, well, you had the cookie have him the KMFO, but my, my question is, should oh. he traded in the first place? Like, you said, I'm not talking about whether it should be KMFO or He shouldn't be traded. Well, no, no, okay. He shouldn't be traded for one of those I'm guys. If, but I'm just saying, if he's being moved, that's where I'd rather see him than the other place. Okay. I don't like the fact that he was being the worst. moved. The I don't like the, the fact that he's being moved, and I feel like it should be policed better. I understand it's you should be have freedom, but you got to look at the situation. It's an zero and five team in the Dream final list. season, trading away an X factor to a guy. You know what I mean? Like to a guy who, for a it's player that out. wasn't even used, he wasn't mm-hmm. using him. 
It wasn't like no. Shorter was out here he dominating the game. <laughs> he was straight scraps. He scraps. He just got lucky. With but he wasn't using him. Yeah. So I'm talking about for like the competitiveness of like how does that even get through? Well, would have like, made I, sense. What would have made sense because he, I, I get what he's doing. Like he, his passing attack hasn't been good thus far, airing it out. Right. And I get, but the wide receiver wasn't the issue. The quarterback was more of the issue. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, it doesn't help you. I mean, if you're zero and five, your defense has to be trash. So, I mean, you're just running defense at that point as well. But yeah, it, that, it's not the wide receivers that it, cause you could you could throw to any wide receiver. It's the quarterback because you he was talking about how Mikael Cunningham sailing throws on him, blah blah blah. Why didn't he trade uh, uh, Malley's in here? Why didn't he trade Rus- for Russell Wilson? I don't want to. I didn't want to see Khalil Mack uh, go to Seattle and then terrorize the NFC West. But why wouldn't you trade? For the quarterback instead of trying to trade does, for the wide Malley, receiver. Does Mally have the cap space? Does Mally want? Did Mally reach out? Did Mally exactly? Did apparently, they, apparently they were in DMs about it because Mally's looking to move. Uh, Mally, okay. uh, Mally, you can talk Look. about it in chat, but you were looking I'm, to move Russell Wilson. I don't even know all that. I'm just saying, season flip. I have a simple argument about this, guys. I don't want this to be overlooked. Season yeah. five, you traded two. You five, got four yeah. sacks in two games for a guy that just had three catches for sixteen yards. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Come this on, is bro. this is this is where the video. Game is, this is a finesse. Like I don't know if, if he used his YouTube stardom. <laughs> like a, you know how Floyd Mayweather just had yeah. the easiest finesse for money. Well, no, no, this yeah. man just finesse. So, I know you're gonna listen to it, Ant. So just change your name I, to Ant Dog. You know I love fully, you, bro. But you got finesse, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't throw this man short of the rock 15 times, <laughs> I am going to be double, triple, and short of next week just to, just to make it tough. Oh, no, 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 to make it worse. No. I'm not, a, look, to make it worse, when I play Ant, I told you how I feel. He's not even getting double teamed, bro. Like, I don't, it's not that big of a deal. No. I'm saying, I literally, if you watch my game, I did not run the ball to the right side. <laughs> I was like, I can't run it over there. Matt said, um, you know, before anybody woke up, um, we we saw what five, five or six declined trades between the Falcons and the Bills, mm-hmm. and um, Neff pointed out, you know, you know, he's getting that natural treatment. Is that and the natural then, treatment? But the thing is, you know, got approved with Cookie. As soon as he said that, I instantly thought, Do you think this is reflecting back on KMFO's character? The rules he's broken, the way that he, you know, comes at people in chat sometimes. You some, you know, Cookie doesn't do that, but you know they're on the same skill level. Are they seeing like okay, they're the same guy, but came up was a little more of a, I don't want to call him an asshole, but a little more asshole-ish than Cookie. So they feel better trading with Cookie than they would KMFO. So if you're, no. I'm not trading down either one of them. But if I had to pick the two, I'm picking Cookie because Cookie's a lot nicer in chat. You, than you like them better. I mean, no, I get, I yes, get, like, like he's getting that treatment. They don't want that he's getting the natural treat because think that's what natural does. That's why natural doesn't get trades. My thing is no, I, I do no. agree personality and stuff <laughs> does play factors into trades. Like I'm not naive to yeah. that fact. My and, and my thing mm. is not at Cook. My thing is not even at KMFO. Like if you could try to pull it off, pull it off. You know what I mean? My thing is how does this get approved? Does that make sense? 
Like that's more my issue. Delo's just mad that they didn't pull out the Vaseline for point. Bro, I'm just saying, like, nah, it's just, it's just, it's like, bro, it's season five, bro. Like, like it helps me. Obviously, I'm gonna play Khalil Mack. I don't. He'll probably be back. I don't have to play Khalil Mack. That's fine. You know what I mean? But it's just like. I, I don't know. People argue. Okay, so it's like is people say that you know. It's I don't know. Like you should be able to trade whoever, or like they don't like when certain yeah. players are on no trade list. But then when you doesn't happen, and you try to hope that people could do it, you know what I mean? It's just like I don't see how this makes sense. And yeah, this is just my perspective. Don't I don't know how everybody else feels about it. Clearly, hmm? I said, but if they're not on the no trade list, and you think that you know the trade shouldn't happen, then decline it. Right, and that's what I'm saying. How does this go through? That's my so, main. That's my so, main issue. So, so I mean, I think we've had a lot of trades like that, though. So, I mean, are you too, this, like, are you really surprised? Does this all tie back to the way the way teams develop in the league towards season five? Like now, you're just going to see trades that involve, you know, X factors and. Superstars and you know. Well, they have to because you can't trade draft picks. No, not not just that, but you you're not really trading for a guy that could fill a need. Yeah, this way you're gonna get wants because you're gonna go to win now. Yeah, yeah, just you're just basically. I'm I'm looking at it right now, bro. I'm looking at it right now, bro. Justin (laughs) Shorter is the 54th ranked receiver. 54th ranked. I get he's an X factor, so give him some. Move him up. Move him to like 20. You see what I'm saying? He's he's an ace. Move him to 20. He's the 20th ranked receiver in the game. <laughs> that just went for the fourth outside linebacker in the game. Bro, how does this get through? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't I once again, hey, I, I can see it. Obviously, I clearly see it from Cook's perspective. I'm pulling this trigger all day long. All day, yeah. I don't really see it from Ant's perspective. But I can understand how bad he wanted a receiver because you can go off the yeah, track well, record. He's drafted a receiver every year. But we're all thinking, we all know it's the QB issue. It's not the you know the receiver issue. Maybe he's trying to think otherwise. But I mean, okay, so shorter is an X factor. He's got you know what is it? Rack him up. He's got grab and go. He's got ninety five speed. So he's probably thinking that it'll it'll fix a lot more than um moving his QB. I guess. I think I think just I think is the thing of of. Literally, the seat being season five and not being successful this season, right? Because mm-hmm. you've seen him lose after a game and put all his players on the trade block. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen, like he be like, "Hey, you want you want Mac? Hey, you want Gurley? My season over." And then all of a sudden, the trade goes through. Where you know what I mean? It's like how, but like like where's the context? Like it doesn't make to me. It does not make sense. And it's not just this trade. A couple of trades obviously haven't made sense to me. But it don't like this. Like I said, this was a Floyd Mayweather heist, bro. This was a legal robbery that just went down. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. Um, JT said there's what five people in the trade committee, and then him. Um, if the you know if it involves a party, so there's technically you know five and a half. What if we extended that? Get more people involved. That way, trades like this don't happen. You get you get ten I, different inputs instead uh, of you know four. Yeah, uh, you could make it messy. Um, yeah, I I I like to you know it, it goes down to the user too. Like you you're giving a lot of heat and he deserves it because you know I've been in trade talk and 
and trade talks, and um, you know, they wanted Kittle and, and Nick Bosa, and I'm like, you know, I'm not willing to give up those pieces. So it's it's more of people who having that that wherewithal or that you know taking their self out of position. You know, you might be mad, you might be thinking this season's going to shit, but you got to take yourself out of that position and think My about it. Is this gonna hurt me or help me? I would love to know what the the ones that got denied were. If this is the one that got approved. <laughs> I would love to know what the offers that were, that got denied were, because like like I said, it just doesn't. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, bro. So the thing is, I think came up said in chat that they allowed that trade, but they declined Ant getting a ninety-eight overall. So I assume that's uh, Rugs, right? Or does he have another receiver? That's... No, uh, no, no, because it popped up. Um, let me look at his roster real quick. I know him. I just got to look at his roster real quick to see what's going on. I, I thought he said he had a, a 98. Jamar receiver. Chase. Jamar Chase. Okay. So, Jamar yeah, Chase. he was going to move Jamar Chase. So, uh, how did, how did like, I, I guess Camifo's right. How did that get declined and this one got approved? I mean, the only thing is Jamar Chase is clearly the better receiver. The only thing you would mm-hmm. think would be Jamar Chase is a star and, and what's his name is an X Factor. That'll be the only uh, thing I could. I uh, yeah, that gives him more. Weight. Is it? And shorter could, faster. And shorter faster. So that also gives more points. So you got a faster X factor compared right. to a slower star. That'll be the only oh, thing I could think of. Well, what what is um? This might even make me matter, bro. I don't know if I want to. What is shorter <laughs> X factor, bro? If shorter There's X factor ain't okay, bro. Oh, is right, he's got nightmare matchup, which is linebackers and D line. Yeah, so what is nightmare matchup? No, nightmare matchup is shit. That thing's shit. Oh my! It's only good if you play him in the slot and then they come out like a nickel. You know, yeah, he's yeah, six yeah. five. Don't play him on the outside. None of these dudes are helping him at all. Listen, you I'm, li- I'm lining up. I'm lining up my linebacker on shorter, bro. <laughs> like, like, who's doing that, bro? Who's doing that? He has better contested catches when covered by a linebacker and lineman. Who's guard? Who? What lineman is guard? <laughs> <laughs> I, I put Miles Garrett in coverage. <laughs> Zone coverage, I guess. So, bro, I, a, I, hey, Cook, I know you're in here, bro. Round of applause. Send him his flowers. So as much as we look at, okay, maybe Ant Dog traded him because he's Cookie bro, Boy. I'm nice to Ant, bro. I'm about to hit him up, bro. I'm about to get girly. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him like. Look at they approved it because it's Cookie. I know he traded. You know he could have traded because it's Cookie. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You got to look at both of those. How to get past that next level is because of his name and who he is, or you know. If only we had access to the chat for that trade, because man, I, I wish. I wish. <laughs> if he, if he made the public, bro, they'd lose their shit. They'd lose their necks, bro. It'd be a fly in there, just hearing that conversation. Like, why, why are we not getting this trade passed? Like, nah. Yeah, I, my thing is that's why I would. But we can't really blame the trade anymore. This, I just think it's a bad trade for Ant overall. Like, I agree I with you, but like, it's, it's a bad trade. Like, if you look at his roster, he had like. Shortest rate is 87, but like he still had some decent wide receivers. Well, he had in there. like five star <laughs> receivers, bro. If you don't have a trade committee public to talk to, my thing is this is why I've been asking for like a, a section that you get back, like from an anonymous, like saying what happened in the trade. Um, but for some reason, we're still denied that. So, I mean, I, I think some, something's got to give up at some point that we, we get a reason why some trades are declined and whatnot. It gets, 
get some sort of feedback from the committee even why even, it was approved, why it yeah. was declined. I'm with you. Yeah. You, know, you don't you don't have to like open it up or whatever the case is, but I think more transparency as to like what the I mean I get maybe they're trying to protect like you know what I mean the offers that didn't go through or whatnot. Right. But I mean for I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't think it's a good trade. That was my thing. I guess that's my main thing. I mean, just because everyone when you look at the roster, not even so much the player for the player. Like when you just look at it, I'm like, bro, how does that help you in the season five when you're already 0 and four, 0 and five? You know what I mean? Like, bro, what if Shorter doesn't come in and get you to the playoffs? Then why is this a, why why make the why trade? is this a thing? Like, I it, it's di- this is different if it's season four. This is different mm-hmm. if it's season three. Different if it's season two. This is season five. If if shorter, if you have to believe shorter is getting you over the hump, because you best believe Cook is thinking Khalil Mack is getting me over the hump. Is shorter giving you getting you over the hump? If he's not getting you over the hump, how is he even allowed to trade? Yeah, yeah why why make that trade? <laughs> and you're not building for the future because okay, at this point, bro, no I got future. my next year's first round pick for anybody, bro. Like what it is, what it is, bro. <laughs> You I'm over my first round anymore. pick right now, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I just feel like it's it's just a. Granted, I mean, I guess. Well, when did the first offers go? So I guess it was some time in between this happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think it was was it like last week, or was it a couple of days? I don't remember. But I remember seeing yeah. the first one didn't go through at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. This man said like, I lost Jeremiah Moon, bro. Nobody cares when Cleo Mack is about to rack up about 12 more sacks for you, bro. <laughs> nah, man. It's just, I don't know. Interesting, bro. Interesting. So I got a point to that. They, they made about three or four or five, you know, they made a ton of trades. Do you think the persistence helped pull, pull this off? Like, I feel like they didn't want this trade to go through, like the trade committee. Mm, and then at a certain point, point they're like, like you know if you what, just we're keep just being, sending it, like at some yeah, point, like even, mm-hmm. you know, we keep telling them a bullshit reason why this trade can't go through, even though it's just because we don't want this trade to go through. At this point, we're just gonna say, all right, you could get the trade to go through. Right? Is there it's a like, bullshit reason why this trade couldn't go through? Is there a legitimate yeah, reason why this trade maybe shouldn't was, go through? Well, the legitimate <laughs> reason is it doesn't make sense. Ain't that all you need? <laughs> <laughs> What other reason is there, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the reason. But the, I, I could see, like, I've been in that, you know, trade for me. I've been there. So I could see the talks leading to, well, they keep sending it. Blah, blah, season five. Man, dog really wants it. He really wants it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? We can I think play people, off a little bit. I think the, people will have an issue. Say I lose my next three, four games. My season's done. And I move KMFO Antoine Winfield. People will be like, for what? And I'll be like, well, I could use this guy. And you'll be like, bro, you're not making the playoffs, bro. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> done. <laughs> Why are you moving the X Factor to this dude, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, you know, hey, KMFO, if I lose the next two games, bro, you got Winfield coming your way. Yeah. <laughs> you can have yeah. him, bro. Yeah. Just send, just send me the, s- send me a, you know, the fortieth ranked corner you have, and I'll send you, you know, the number two safety, and <laughs> we can make it work. Abilities, <laughs> yeah, as long as you got abilities, bro, we'll make it work. <laughs> send me your O line that has superstar <laughs> abilities. That's what I want. I, bro, I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh, the good news is, man. 
Other than the trade, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we head out? Uh, well, apparently Madden 22 beta codes. Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, Cookie Boy's gonna hook up everybody with one. That's good. So I think I think we have a new narrative for when people start losing that I played Madden 22 and now I can't play <laughs> Madden 21 anymore. HD already has the beta code. HD has the beta code. He's already setting that narrative up. He's getting ready for next season, bro. Like, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of 21. He's like, I'm I'm done with with next gen. I'm on to next. I'm done with next gen. I'm on on to 22, bro. But no, for real. A quick quick thing, because obviously they were putting stuff in here, man. Some of the stuff looks dope. Now, obviously, you know, you know, what was, you know, how it's going to actually handle things. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff. Hey, look, look how Abra comes in after we get done arguing because he wants to be all positive and miss it. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just argued for like 20 minutes about the trade that went. Well, through. we didn't anyway. argue. We didn't argue. With we didn't argue. We, I just we, went we on the passionate rant we about how Ant allowed this. Very passionate. <laughs> Are we live or we're off? No, we're live. I've, we're I've, live. Ne- okay. I've never seen Deloitte so toxic. Yeah, Am I toxic Deloitte or was it a stupid trade, bro? Yeah, it was a stupid trade. It was a stupid trade. Anyway, uh, Madden 22. I'm not going back down. I had 20 minutes, bro. I got, I got to be positive again. So Madden 22, um, it looks like it's going to have something about, I'm trying to look at what it is, coach and talent trees. Yeah. Ooh. It sounds those staff management's in the game, and it looks like there's some type of managed player health. Ooh. So it looks like they are definitely trying to put in, you know, more features to franchise. And they had just a screen of franchise being called franchise. It wasn't this classic franchise, you know, BS that tried to sell us last year. And there's a cutscene. If you look at the top right of the corner, you see uh, there's a cutscene of the coach sitting there. Somebody I don't know if it's be like. I don't know if it's going to be like uh, FIFA in any capacity, anything like that. But um, yeah. obviously, we got to wait until, you know, they have the franchise stuff going on. But it definitely does sound like they are putting some more work, you know, in franchise mode, which is definitely, you know, welcomed, especially. Yeah, you know, for, uh, we deserve it. We, yeah, we shout out. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Cookie. He said in chat, who, who is tending to their horse on the podcast right now? <laughs> 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 I heard it too, Cookie. I heard it too. I was like, what's going on right um, now? I will say one disappointing part about Madden 22 is that they, they put out the, the features list. I think Cook posted this picture. No, Z posted this picture, the features list. And they yep. had PC on the Xbox One and PS4 side and that on the Series X and PS5 side. So my dream of um cross-platform and using you know PC and getting more stuff done in the league is not going to happen at least uh at least next cycle. So... I am disappointed. I might be more disappointed in that than I am the trade, believe it or not. So, it's uh. yeah, such short time, sir. Give him a little bit of time. Next, next time, PC will be involved. Um, uh, it's going to be hopefully. interesting to see what happens with Madden 22, and obviously that's a little ways down the road. Uh, still, I know the beta codes will be coming out, and they said two weeks, right? No, I think Cook said like no. Better codes going oh, out around noon Eastern. Bro. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> I said, uh, oh, that's my. why I said, yo, when, when, HD when I gone, lose, bro. yo, HD, don't yo. go, HD, don't go. We don't need that now. Yo, Goose, you're in here, bro. When you beat me, it's because 
Yeah. I've been playing Madden 22. It's not Yo, because of anything else. You better, you better stop with that. You better win your game, sir. I need some No, pushing. bro. The narratives are already going out. I can already nah, hear nah, it, bro. I've been playing Madden 22, bro. We with that. We're going to cancel that. We're going to cancel you. Bro, between, between, you know, the lawn, right, A-Rod? Between the lawn and Madden 22 beta, bro, you can't focus on season five. <laughs> like, come on, Dude. man. <laughs> done, um, everybody at BML, uh, have a great day. It was a great show. Uh, CEO, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure Appreciate having you. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, everybody have a good day, and we'll see you tomorrow.